welcome to the Prism of Torah podcast archive with your host, Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devat Torah called Parshas Shemois. Little things count. Shalom. Relatively speaking, in the beginning of this week's Parsha, Parshas Shemois, the king of Egypt, Paro, comes over to the midwives of the Jewish people as the Torah says, Shema Achat Shifra Vishema Shenit Puah. The first was Shifra and the second was Puah. And he told them, When you're assisting the Hebrew woman at childbirth and you should see that the, per- that the baby that's born is a male, then you should kill him. If it's a daughter, it's a female, then you can let her live. The question I saw, Bishem Rafinkus, I think is beautiful. The question is the follows. Who is Shifra and Pua that the Torah is relating to? We all know. Rashi says that Shifra is really Yochevet and Pua is Miriam. And why is the Torah calling them by those nicknames? So Shifra is called Yochevet. Why Yochevet? Because she, it works in the Hebrew language because she beautifies the child at birth. And Meshaperet is the same word as Shifa. And that's why she was called Yochevet. Whereas Miriam was called Pua because in Hebrew it's which in a nutshell means because she would speak to the baby in the manner of woman who soothed the crying baby. And the question begs itself, why did the Torah see fit to give them different names? Miriam and Yochevet were an unbelievable woman that literally continued the lives of the Jewish people. They saved them because despite the fact that Paro the king told them to kill the male, the male babies, not only did they not do that, but they gave them food, as the, as the Torah says, and Rashi explains it later on in the Psukim, and the Torah testifies that they were Yirei Hashem. They were God-fearing Jews. So, Either we should call them by their names, because they speak for themselves, or at least give them a nickname that shows that they continued the lives of the Jewish people, or that they were God-fearing Jews. Why is the element that the Torah feels that has to emphasize is the idea of being extra good to the babies, in the sense that they were taking care of them like a motherly figure, where they show the... The, the Torah is trying to show the fact that one was beautifying the child at birth and one was taking care of it like soothing a crying baby. What is it coming to achieve by doing that? It seems almost not proportional. So Rav Pinkus wants to say that it seems like the Torah is trying to teach us a lesson over here. That it is these these little acts are actually showing to us and revealing to us how really, how big of people, the, the, uh, Miriam and Yochevet, really were. And he brings a mashal to, to what? To a baby that his situation is very difficult and they have to bring him into a hospital and all the doctors are working very, they're working, trying to to, to, to heal this baby in a very, very intense situation. And at this moment where all the doctors are intensely trying to to heal him, operations and whatnot, and they're concentrating only on the important thing, which is to heal him. But on the side, 
you see the mother loving the baby, and she's the only one that's really petting him and taking care of him. Why? Because the people that are trying to deal with saving his life, they realize that's the most important thing right now. So they're blinded to anything else. And only the mother that loves the baby so much, she's even, even noticing the little, little, little items that it's very important for, for the baby. And hence, perhaps this is the godless. This shows the unbelievable character that both Miriam and Yochevet possessed. Why? Because despite the fact that they were involved in saving the Jewish people, literally, by giving food and water to, to, the, to, to the babies and giving them whatever food they need and taking care of them and doing the opposite of what the Melech Mitzrayim asked them to do, the king of Egypt told them to do, it seems like what the Torah later on says that they were zoiche, they merited, they merited to batim of kehuna and leviyah, meaning the pasuk later on says that Hashem, because they were they were God fearing Jews, because the midwives feared Hashem, then Hashem made houses for them. What does it mean, made houses for them? batim. So Rashi explains. They they were zoiche to have kohanim coming from them and levim and the kingship malchus because they're also called in a certain place batim as the gemara and soita mentions. So Rav Pinkus wants to say the only reason they merited to be the mothers of the kahuna levim and of the kings of Am Yisrael, that all the generations will come from them is because they portrayed the characters of a true Jewish mother. Not only were they special in the fact that they saved Am Yisrael and continued the generations to come with ensuring the babies will stay alive despite the fact that the Xera of Paro, the decree of Paro to try to kill all the baby males at the beginning. Not only did they do that, but in parallel to that, they were sensitive enough to ensure that they treat every baby, every Jew, with special motherly care. And that's the idea over here. A lot of times, the little things that we do reveal what type of people we are. Of course, we need to do the big things, but it's more than that. The little things reveal, really, everything. I'll just end off with a, a story that uh, Rav Pinkus says, he brings down that he heard from someone that heard from the Rebetzin, the Rebetzin of, of, of Shlomo Heyman Zetzal, that she was a big Baal Chesed and she was in charge of a Gmach that people gave money to Tzedakah to help Yesoimim and Yesoimim's people that are getting married and their parents passed away. So once upon a time there was a certain couple that was getting married and she was a Yosoyma. She didn't have any parents. So the Rebetzin took care of her and she took care of all the needs with the Tzedakah money. And when it came to the wedding, the Shabbos before the wedding, her husband, Rashlomo Heyman Zatzal, asked her, did you buy her flowers? It's Matim to buy flowers the Shabbos before. So she, her, her reply to him was, really? I took care of every little thing. You think it's... You think I need to buy also flowers? At the end of the day, let's not forget, it's not our money. This is money that people are giving for charity to tzedakah, and I'm using it, and I'm going to buy her flowers. So he said, not only do you need to do that just because we want her to feel like everyone else, that she's not different, everyone has flowers. 
But it's more than that. That's the motherly touch that we have to give her. She doesn't have that from anywhere else. Yeratzon will be zoiche to be able to concentrate on the little things which sometimes, or most times, reveal on everything, on our, not only on the little things, not the little things themselves, but they reveal on the connection we have to something. And that's why it's so important to add that little touch every time we do something. Good job. This is the Prism of Torah podcast. Through Asaf Aaron Prisman, please share with your friends and family. PrismaofTorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divrei Torah. You can contact us through the website. Once again, PrismaofTorah.com. This podcast was produced for free by Eddie Podcast Production. Lunishmas, Le Bassiano, Yakov Alexander, Ben Mordechai Doyf, Isaac Isaac, Ben Moshe.